The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m. Sometimes another person can summarize your own life experiences better than you can. This is my podcast. Let's go. It bears repeating. Sometimes another person can summarize your own life experiences better than you can. I learned that just recently with my radio colleague, Curtis Lewa, discussing Mother's Day and my life, the issue of my mother's mental illness, which is what my book on my life is all about, titled No Mama's Boy. Growing up as a little boy in the Bronx, I would often cry on Mother's Day, especially listening to the song, I'll Always Love My Mama by the Intruders. Curtis Lewa did not know of my love for the song, but somehow, some way, included it while discussing my life. Call it fate. Mother's Day and Father's Day, for that matter, has always been unconventional to me. My mother suffering from severe mental illness diagnosed with chronic paranoid schizophrenia, who also received electrical shock, and my father was never in my life. He never signed my birth certificate. So on Mother's Day, I was often sad and embarrassed that my mother wasn't around often in state institutions at the time. And on Father's Day, I was left feeling an emptiness and indifferent. This is the segment Curtis Lewa did on me and my book, which really touched my heart. Dominic Carter wrote a book. It's self-published. It's a shame. A major publisher should have published his book. I not only read it, I went out uh, two times when he was talking about his book. Uh, One time to a bookstore in Harlem. He had a tremendous turnout. And uh, at 145th Street in the middle of the summer, it was the uh, Black uh, Book Fair in the shadow of of Harlem Hospital. And uh, Dominic and his lovely family was there to support his effort his wife, his two children, they were selling uh, his uh, book, which is all about mental health. Unfortunately, his mother suffered with that, suffered incredibly. She would hear voices. She was schizophrenic. He would visit her in psychiatric hospitals. He had to be sent from place to place to live, relatives, uh, eventually out to Seattle, and then he came back. He went to Roosevelt High School on Fordham Road. He grew up 138th and 3rd, the Patterson Projects, the Trognex Projects. The poor guy, he was being shuttled around from place to place as his mother was suffering. Hearing voices, schizophrenia, 
other mental health-related subjects. She was abusive towards him. He can explain all of that. He, he lived it firsthand. So when we say Mental Health, health Awareness Month, he epitomizes that. He's written a book on it. He lectures all over the country. And uh, he certainly deserves more hours on WABC for the simple reason that it's a subject that we're all being confronted with. Every time there's a a killer out there, a person who goes out with a semi-automatic or automatic and just kills multiple people, happens almost every other day here in America. It's, It's a leading story. Inevitably, we find out that these people had mental health disorders and that they intended on dying as a result of going out by killing as many people as possible. Who could better explain that than Dominic Carter? He grew up in a family circumstance in which his mother, the person who is closest to you in life, was suffering measurably from the day he was birthed. And imagine as a little boy having to go visit your mother in a psychiatric facility and knowing your mother's not going to be able to come home with you and is hearing voices and is acting out and uh, at times was a menace to him when he was with her. So many of us, we have fond memories of our mothers if they're no longer with us or if they continue to be here on our plane, the memories continue Just imagine if you were like Dominic Carter and you had that horrific experience, but you still love your mama. How could you not love your mama? Thank you for those kind words, Curtis Lewa. They mean the world to me. It has been such a long, long road. Folks, as Curtis mentioned, I do speak around the country and world on the mental illness issue. I've been to Canada speaking, Jamaica, and practically every state in the country. It's also my way of giving back with my firsthand account of what my life was like as the son of a woman who suffered from severe mental illness. I... I have become an advocate to do away with the strong, strong stigma associated with mental illness. I grew up embarrassed at what my mother went through. I'm no longer embarrassed. That's why I told my life story to Oprah Winfrey in her magazine. It essentially rained every day of my mother's life. My mother was as much a victim as I was. If you are interested in my book on my life, which is all about mental illness and overcoming tremendous obstacles in life, no mama's boy, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. I will personally sign a copy for you. There are two other Big issues going on. The fund for U.S. Marine veteran Daniel Penny has pulled in more than $2 million. Kid Rock 
is one of the top donors to Marine veteran Daniel Penny's legal defense fund after this hero 24-year-old Marine was charged in the New York subway chokehold death of an erratic homeless man. Former New York Governor David Patterson says Penny should not have been charged. Talking with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. I think sometimes in the moment, even if he was a Marine, he did something because he, he saw danger for other people and tried to prevent it. And I, I don't think he earned the, he did not meet the threshold where I think you charge someone. Let's say if he choked him and left him on the ground and then came back and sat on the person and, and you have two separate actions, you might have done it in that case. But I, all the passengers seemed surprised that the individual lost his life. And look, the individual had his own problems. There were times, apparently, that he was pretty successful. He was a dancer. But on that particular day, the, and apparently on the day before when he tried to throw someone on the subway tracks, uh, clearly his future, even if he had survived, was not going to be a positive one based on what had happened before. Among the people reaching out to me, most people agree with Governor Patterson that the Marine Daniel Penny should not have been charged. But one man disagrees, Phil in the Bronx. This thing with Penny and and Neely, I mean, it's a very simple thing. You've got African-American leaders calling for for Penny's head on a platter, and you've you've got people, the average everyday person walking the street saying, let him go, let him go, no charges. You can't do it either way. You can't have it both ways. It's going to be cut and dry down the middle. I hate to say this. God strike me dead, but Alvin Bragg is now, in this case, with the charge, actually following the law as it is written. He is not prejudiced one way or the other. He is following the literal law that Penny is technically liable for a charge of second-degree manslaughter, which, in this case, he caused inadvertently caused the death of another person. The fact is, whether Neely was black, white, Chinese, or upside down, he was a human being, and his life was lost. If it could be proven that, that what Penny did terminated his life uh, of Neely, fine. He has to face the music. He has to go away on a second-degree charge, by the way, which can be brought down by the courts to a third-degree manslaughter charge because the the penalty would carry maybe 8 to 16 months in prison. He must go to prison because if he doesn't, Black Lives Matter and Antifa will go absolutely psychotic. They will burn the city down. They already found Molotov cocktails with the, with the protesters that were at the, the train station where this happened in downtown Manhattan. Yes. Police found these things. Yes. And the point is we cannot live like this under a reign of fear. And, you know, it's sad to think. It's sad to think that this poor guy, Neely, and he is a poor guy. He was a poor man. He was ignored and overlooked. He was on the top 50 list of people who needed help. Where was the city? This started with de Blasio, a billion dollars to his wife to help the homeless. I I got you, Phil. I I have to step in because we have a lot of calls. Thank you for the call. Not just where was the city, where was his family? The the same family members that are are, um, uh, now in the newspapers every day, where, where were they when Mr. Neely Uh, needed help. Bottom line, that's one of the many people that reached out to me, Phil in the Bronx. And of course, folks, the migrant mess 
is still ongoing with no end in sight. And that wraps up this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store. From Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more, go to WABCRadioStore.com. Or again, if you are interested in my book on my life, titled No Mama's Boy, which will be personally signed by me or my bobblehead doll, go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.